Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Black Adam. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today, and joining alongside me is my Shazamly, Anthony. Hello, everyone. And Shabazz. <laughs> I'm really glad that you 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 took my name and turned it right into a superhero thing. That was perfect. Now, it is. if you if you say nothing happens to you, if I say it, like, do I turn really young? Do I turn really old? Like, where is where's the threshold? Is that all that happens when you just yell your name? I think when you yell your name, I think you'll just turn into like a hundred and fifty year old man. Like, I think wow. there's like some type of math that works out. So, okay, if Billy turns it to like the older version of Billy in Shazam, Shay's already uh, older than what Billy is. So, right. there's some like multiplication that has to be worked out. Some right, right. Some bad math that we have to some figure bed out. Mass. And then I think you'll be like 150 years old. So, am I just like in a hospital bed? Like, I just yell my name and immediately I'm in like Credit Valley Hospital, just or the life, it's possible. life support. You're just on death. You're, really old. You're, li- you're literally on your deathbed. That's it. <laughs> like if you guys have seen the movie Seven, I'm the I'm the guy in the bed just who's been no, there just man. slobbing away. No. <laughs> 150 years old. You telling me right now, Ben? People people barely make it to 100. So 150. I'm I'm literally just dust at this point. I would love. I would love. Why to would see I want this power? Would look like a- you're literally Clint Eastwood <laughs> right now. Right now, I right just, now, no, he's, he's he's doing well. He's he's still doing stunts. He's doing right? well. Yeah, but I, he's doing he's doing his own stunts. He's yeah. directing. He's acting. Yeah, he's he's like living his life, man. It's true. Uh, you know, speaking of living lives and getting older, both of you just celebrated birthdays. Uh, Shay, we did we did mention yours on the show last week for our Werewolf by Night review. We did. Anthony, how was your birthday this year? It happened on Canadian Thanksgiving. So, did you feel extra thankful? Yeah, like it happens every seven years. So every seven years, my bur- my day oh, yes. will fall on. <laughs> it's like uh, Pennywise. Yes. Yeah, what is this, like yes. a curse? <laughs> um, every seven years and a full moon. <laughs> so yeah, like we, we celebrated Thanksgiving and it happened to be my birthday and here I am. There you Thanksgiving go. Thanksgiving you're note, still here, which is great. I ate a lot of turkey and, you know, like at this point in time in your life, when you hit like certain ages, you're just like, yeah, it's just another day in the neighborhood, you know? Like it's just another, I'm, I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm still alive. I'm not even going to say my age. Don't worry about it. I'm just, it's just a number. Yeah. I'll say it's it. just a number. Anthony's but we're 86. <laughs> he looks great. He looks great. He looks though. fantastic. If I'm 86, I'm my gosh, I'm a vampire. At this <laughs> he yelled his name. That's what he turned into an 86 year old man. No, we're, we're so, we're so thankful to, for both of you. So for Canadian Thanksgiving, uh, I was so thankful, uh, for this show that we're doing and f- thankful for your friendships. And I'm just glad that uh, we are all able to celebrate your birthdays this year and to have another, you know, trip around the sun together. Uh, and now, you know, now that Thanksgiving's out of the way, now that your dumb birthdays are out of the way, we're mm. on full on spooky mode. So mm. we have lots of scary movies coming out. We, you know, we have our Halloween kills, Halloween ends, Halloween ends, Halloween ends uh, review uh, that will, it is out right now that you can listen to as well. And we have a lot of great episodes of the movie podcast that you could ch- uh, that you could check out because every single week we release so many new episodes of our show um, and you can catch it on all podcast services. You could watch it on YouTube. And of course, we want you to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and Letterboxd at the movie podcast. Uh, we also have a great discord channel that Jay's been doing a great job moderating. Go check that out. The conversations may end on the show, but they don't have to stop. Uh, please go check out our discord. And of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, make sure you subscribe, make sure you like the video. 
And if you don't like our banter, we'll have a, a time code in our show notes below. So you can skip right to the review. If you want to skip all of this, if you made it four minutes into this review and you're just like, oh my God, enough of these guys. Let me hear what they thought. You could jump to that right now. And but why would you want to skip this banter? Like this is such <laughs> great material. We're giving it's it great. to you for free. This is free. This is absolutely free. I don't even talk uh, half the time. So it's like, <laughs> this is the best part of it. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but speaking, what else is free? You know, right now on the movie podcast, we are partnering with our good friends at movie. If you want a whole month free of amazing cinema, check out our show notes below. Use our link and sign up. Get a month free of amazing, amazing movies. There are so many great ones on there. Um, so check that out. We'll also talk about it later in the show. Uh, but yeah, go check that out. And we're thankful to movie for, you know, being one of our sponsors right now. And hopefully, uh, you should know, the first of many here on the movie podcast. So stay tuned for all of that. But today is all about Black Adam. This movie has been a long time coming. I mean, uh, you know, I remember first hearing about Black Adam, I, I want to say like in 2007, 2006, uh, like The Rock was teasing that he wants to play this character. And now we're actually finally here and it's happening. And um, yeah, it's it's awesome that it's finally here. And, uh, you know, it has a huge uh, cast, has a great cast of characters. Obviously, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, Sarah uh, Sahi is in it. Noah Centino, Pierce Brosnan, Jennifer Holland, Quintessa Swindell, Aldous Hodge, and a lot more that we will not spoil because we want you to go see this movie, obviously. Uh, but Anthony, I would love for you to tell us what this film is all about. After nearly 5,000 years of imprisonment, Black Adam, an antihero from the ancient city of Kondok, is unleashed into modern times. His brute tactics and way of justice attract the attention of the Justice Society of America, who tries to stop his rampage, teach him how to be a hero more than a villain, and must team up to stop a force more powerful than Adam himself. Now, 5,000 years is also, I think, the amount of time that we were waiting for this movie because it felt like a very, very long time. Uh, I do want to say thank you to our friends at Warner Brothers Pictures Canada for inviting us to watch this review. Uh, we're hoping to have some interviews as well, too. So fingers crossed those happen. We'll let you know. Obviously, stay tuned for all of that. Uh, this film is going to be releasing in theaters on October 21st. It is directed by uh, Wami Colette Sarah, who obviously just recently directed Jungle Cruise with Dwayne The Rock Johnson as well, too. He also did Orphan and Nonstop back in, uh, oh my God, 2014. Wow, that is that movie feels like it just came out a couple years ago, and that is almost 10 years ago. That is absolutely crazy. Shay, start us off with your first reaction to Black Adam. <laughs> The DCEU is is no stranger to criticism, and I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people that just absolutely love what, what Warner Brothers and DC have been doing, and there are a lot of people who are, you know, critical about where the status of the DC is. Um, I, and I think I speak kind of on behalf of all of us. We've, we've had we've had some great films that we've enjoyed and some films that we wish were a lot stronger in the DCEU. Black Adam for me kind of falls right in the middle. I feel like it has a lot of great ideas and a lot of great things that it's trying to do. And I think one of the best things about this movie is The Rock. I mean, this is clearly his vehicle. This is clearly his his thing that he's going to absolutely crush it in. And what I love is that we're getting The Rock in his badass form. It's kind of been a while since you've seen him like a badass. Not that he's like a weak guy in other movies, but he's always been playing charming and, and cutesy and fun while being a family man or just a ladies man. But just to kind of see him be that ultimate brute force was something that I really wanted to see. And it's been a while. So to get that in this movie was the best part. 
my issue is that it takes a while to finally get to Black Adam. You know, the movie it, it, it kind of chugs along with its pacing, but then when it finally hits, it is like an adrenaline rush. It is just it's going as fast as it can. The Rock is crushing as many things as it the, as he possibly can, and then we get the introduction of these characters called the Justice Society, which, in my opinion, they they all are fantastic. Every single one of them is great, but. In this movie and with the story they're trying to tell, there's just too many of them. And I think really all you kind of needed was just two characters because it just kind of felt like if, if I could compare this to something, it just felt like a really long episode of a series because not much happens in this movie in the sense that there's not many plot lines or things occurring. It's just one simultaneous story and it kind of progresses along that. And it does a really good job of kind of keeping it going and keeping it fun and keeping it thrilling. It's a little shaky still when you're not too invested in what the actual plot line is. The explosions go boom. The rock goes crazy and starts beating up bad guys and beating up things. But then we kind of get to this third act and it takes a bit of a turn where you're now dealing with this giant CG villain. And that's where the movie gets really no pun intended Rocky for me where I'm like, Oh, <laughs> here we are like at this point yeah. where, it's just another faceless CGI villain. We're just going to kind of go into a battle. But again, I think Pierce Brosnan was fantastic. I think Aldous Hodge was amazing. They're very, very engaging. And they, I, I think what I liked so much about them was they played such good dynamics off each other with the rock. But it's then when you get no since, you know, and you get the other, um, sorry, Sarah, I'm blanking on her name now. Quintessa. Quintessa, Quintessa plays Cyclone. Yeah. Yes. You get them. They're the comic relief at points and, and they do some great things. But because they're not so developed, you don't really get to care too much about them. And I think that's kind of where I was a little bummed out. Yeah. And, you know, Shay, just to jump off of that, you know, I think, like you said, the best thing about this movie is Dwayne Johnson. This is something, obviously, that you could tell that he's been wanting to make for such a long time. And this movie does an amazing job of just showing the sheer force that is you know, Teth Adam or Black Adam as a character. He is very strong. And this movie has a lot of the DNA that we would see in a Zack Snyder film. So I think the Zack Snyder fans who are going to go see this film are going to take a lot out of this and be really happy because this visually looks a lot like, you know, the world of Zack Snyder has a lot more muted colors has literally the man of steel type action where they're fighting and they're like zipping around. Um, like you see that and it reminds me, I think they call it like the hummingbird fight in like in man of steel where it's like, you just see them going really fast at one another and you, and you feel that sense of power. Um, but again, the thing that I think where this movie struggles is that focus, right? I think if it just focused more on, on, on black Adam, uh, instead of, you know, introducing this whole other, you know, justice society who we've never really seen before in this world. And again, it's not a, not so much a failure of this movie, but it's more of a failure or, or, or something that's not been set up on the DCEU as a whole. So we're getting a justice society who, you know, as we've seen in the commercials, Amanda Waller is involved with. It's like, oh, who is this group of heroes? Like we've never seen them before. So you could really tell that they're treating Black Adam as like a spring off point for you know, whatever comes next with the DCEU. Um, it also, you know, a CG villain, which, you know, I thought it was one of those things that that's a criticism that I think the DCU has gone a lot, you know, with the suicide, sorry, not with the suicide squad, with suicide squad in 2016 with wonder woman. Um, you know, these are like, this is like these random CG villains that we've gone. I think we, I feel like we've moved past that. So if, to see it kind of happen in this movie too, you're like, okay, this is not something that, 
really uh, was going to leave a lasting impression in terms of villain, uh, but will leave a lasting impression. And when I think the thing I enjoyed most of this movie is the sheer force that is Dwayne Johnson as uh, Black Adam. Anthony, jump on in. Yeah, uh, for me, I wasn't a big fan of the film. I th- I thought like usually when you watch a movie, you watch it for its story. You watch it for really getting you gripped into this this world that you're about to enter. And the script was really, really boring and, and it was weak. And I couldn't, at times, I I literally yawn and I'm watching this film and they're talking about oppression and I, you're, they're talking about like humanitarian things and I didn't feel it. And that's the, that's the thing that it really kind of hit me hard was, man, this, the script that they have for this film doesn't draw you in. And it's, it's lost like the humanity of what a lot of these superhero films need to make them last longer. Cause all of, all it is really like, I, I don't want to quote Martin Scorsese, but it did feel like a roller coaster ride. It did, it did feel like there was a, just explosions. And if that's the film you want to go watch, sure. But you want these superheroes, these, these iconic characters to kind of be iconic and i felt like black adam wasn't it it the rock he embodies it physically for sure but care like being that character absolutely not black adam he sounded like the terminator at times like he didn't have anything to say but you know if you are a big dc fan and you've read his comics Black Adam is calculating. He's manipulative. He's very methodical. He knows what he's doing. He's not like, oh, I just woke up and it's 5,000 years. I don't know where I am. He doesn't, that doesn't, like, that doesn't compute to him because his whole goal, his whole persona is beyond that. Um, He's not like someone that would have to figure that out. But yeah, going back to the battle scenes and the big hero scenes, they're fantastic. I'm not a big fan of when you use huge songs that people know in movies. And I feel like this was like something that they took very similar to James Gunn, but James like, Gunn... Like, like a random like needle like, drop of a song, right? For instance, Kanye West's... Uh, uh, was it power 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 yeah it's such it's it's such a well-known song but if you look at james gunn songs he picks music that you don't you feel like you know but you don't know and things like that just bother me it's just like why are we playing this song just you have the budget to make a really good score and you put it in the one of the biggest hero sequences and you kind of lose me. You kind of cheapen what I'm watching. It's it's a little on the nose as well. It's, too, yeah, right? 100%. It's like you, have power, you have power playing. You know, there's a scene where you know we've seen in the commercials as well too, where um, it's like a slow motion sequence and 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 painted black starts. Yeah. Um, and it, those feel very much like things that I feel like Dwayne Johnson wanted to include in it. Exactly. It's like this is something that you know we wanted to to underscore how badass this character is. But sometimes it's just a little like, okay, this is too on the nose. Like just, you don't just you like need to have it on the nose. Guns and Roses in the last Thor, it was just too on the nose and too frequently yeah. used. Like you just had to like pull back a bit. Uh, but those big hero sequences are fantastic. But you don't even see the rock. Like you see the CG version of him. You see his persona, like you see that 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 body, but does the Rock really showcase his acting abilities? I, I like I've grew up with the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, whatever you want to call him, Rocky Maivia. Like that guy, he can do. He's <laughs> talented, and he's not doing it though. That's what bothers me. It's like, why do you want to be this person when you can be so much more? 
at least like Batista. Yeah, he's very, he's very well gonna, known in it, right? I'm going to compare him to Batista because that's another wrestler who's come from being a character on, on a wrestling themed uh, or a wrestling show. He's doing his best to not be Batista. The Rock is not doing his best to being the Rock. Like, like the Rock needs to okay. evolve his his acting abilities because he can. Like the Rock itself, that character in the WWE is so much different than what we have seen. What we have seen in the past twelve or fifteen years from this real person, from Dwayne Johnson. Like there is so much potential in this film. You could see it. There yeah. are parts that I really like. There are parts that I. I, I kind of laughed or there are moments that it felt like, remember that Kylie Jenner Pepsi commercial? It yeah. felt like that because it just, there's, there's this oppression thing happening. You know, it's, <laughs> right. it felt like a train, you know, that, that a train moment in the boys. Yeah. In, in and the it boys, just, yeah. I, I chuckled and I don't like, I just, I'm not that person, but I happened to just be laughing at right. some of these sequences. And there's definitely cheesy moments in it. Right. Yeah. And, and I think, and, and when I think, uh, like there were there were a few moments where like oh that was kind of cheesy but i think uh, even if it wasn't as well like portrayed as it could have been the idea that we have this this land condock that's being you know oppressed by these outside forces and i was i remember talking uh, shay you and i were talking about this afterwards i like the fact that this movie addressed that like hold on the justice society is coming here now to deal with black adam when he's fighting for us when all these years have gone by and no one's ever come to help us why wouldn't we support the guy who's trying to free us from this right and i like that the justice society was kind of seen as like hold on you guys are trying to be the saviors when you're not that you're just here because there's something else here that you care about and it was it was cool to see a movie address something like that because you don't typically always see that in superhero movies you know we've seen it a little bit more on the mcu as the films have gone on seeing like the you know the the outfall of like this is what happens in like in civil war like you go here and cause all this destruction but it, it was cool to see or it was nice to see that attention to like hey you're only coming here because there's a character here that you care about. You're not coming here to actually help us. You're actually coming here to oppress us further. So I thought that was a nice, uh, a nice touch to do that. But definitely a lot of cheesy moments. But see, those are within the that those well are the too. points where you see the potential. But then those characters, right. just as society, are not well used. You you have uh, Doctor Fate. You have Hawkman, who are fantastic. I think they steal great the movie for me. But there, yeah, there should have been just them too. I think what they were given was not enough. Hawkman is constantly asking Black Adam to stop killing people, right? Because that—that's the whole thing. That's he—he he right. murders people. He's like, don't do that. Don't. But like that—that that they could have twisted that in a way to really like bring out Hawkman's character because that's what you constantly see in this film is just this repetitiveness throughout this movie. Um, I Doctor Fate is probably the best looking superhero on the big screen in a really long time because his oh he looks amazing his his mask his his you his his costume looks fantastic and he he's very sorcerer supreme he's very like dr strange so he has a yeah. lot of the same characteristics he can multiply many times he can be here and there and do all these things but there's like an alien um there's an alienness to him but Right. Having Pierce Brosnan at his age have that distinguished feel to him, that 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 like classic 
movie star. It just worked well for this character. And I hope to see Dr. Fate in the future because I think he he is a comic book hero. And with Pierce playing him, it would be a fantastic movie to see. And Hawkman being friggin' amazing. I just wish they gave him more to do and more to say. The other two, like you guys said, like they're just they're comic relief, but they're such distant comic relief you forget about them so easily i think it's because i think mostly because you know we have adam smasher and we have cyclone and they're cool characters i think their designs are really cool but i don't think they're given enough to do in this film because anytime we cut to them it feels almost like a deleted scene where it's like okay we're inserting this to either you know put some extra exposition of what's going on or just have some comic relief and we're not and i think both of those characters were done a disservice in terms of just um not their portrayals but what they were given to do in the film because i think there's a lot more they could have done um i think i really liked everything with black adam's uh or sorry with teth adam's you know family how he got his powers again it was very um as shay mentioned in his tweets very 300-esque like just the visuals to it the look to it um and i really liked you know black adam you know have uh, you know he's paired with like the younger kid a lot um but that's also where we get the um, you know the comparisons like you said anthony to terminator where he's just kind of or drax even in guardians where it's like they'll say something and he takes it literally where it's like i always think of that joke in like guardians of the galaxy it's like oh the joke went over his head he's like nothing goes over my head and like that's kind of like, like what black adam was that's drax though like that's just him being that's drax him. right well black adam but that's but uh, but I think that that went on too much in this yeah. movie where I'm hoping where this, where this movie ends off now that we have, you know, black Adam in this world, I'm really hoping that it is a stepping stone, you know, to maybe introduce the, the ears because he doesn't have the ears again. It's not the end of the world, but I think his character looks really cool with the ears, especially when we see Namor in black Panther Wakanda forever with the pointy ears it just gives a character a different look so maybe in the sequel we'll see him get those ears and maybe we'll start to see him be more manipulative maybe we'll start to see him be more you know methodical because he's part of this world now and he's getting used to the world that he's in i think this movie is a great springing point but yeah there's definitely issues shay jump on in yeah, I mean, there's, there's a couple things that also kind of bothered me. Like, I, I think I'm also kind of tired of seeing movies taking place in the Middle East that are constantly in this, like, sepia, yellow tone, like, over the whole movie. I've been to the Middle East, man. It, it's 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 brighter than North America most of the time. Like, it is... It's not yellow? It's not yellow. Like, it, it's just okay. frustrating that that is like, oh, you want to show impoverished? You want to show a country that isn't doing well? It's war-torn? Make it yellow. And it's just, okay, like, I thought we're past that now. And then you have the the cheesy dialogues. And I think every time, like, a villain spoke in this movie, it was, like, straight out of a game from, like, PS2 era of just being like, we got to get them. Hey, get out of my way. Hey, you little boy here. And I'm like, who talks like it's this? It's the it's bat. Just, it's a bat. Yeah, like they were talking like, they were talking like, Oh, he's got the kid. I'm like, why is this like, is this all ADR? Like when did this yeah. kind of, when did this occur again? For me, this movie, the, the best parts about it are the rock the rock kicks ass. He's, he's, he's very serious, but like Anthony said, there are moments where it's like, okay, just, just give me a little bit more. And I wish that the rock committed more to the appearance of black Adam other than just being bald and jacked. Cause adding the pointy ears, you don't even have to have the, the hairline type thing that he has. The pointy ears would have been a nice little touch besides just wearing a suit. And I hope that this kind of 
pushes this character forward. You know, Black Adam is a villain at the end of the day. I, I'm not here to try to feel empathy for him. I'm not trying to justify his actions. He's a bad guy at the end of the day. So whenever Shazam meets him, I'm curious to see how that's going to go. I don't know right now if I can see Zachary Levi as Shazam fighting The Rock. I, I hope that maybe after Gods and, uh, Gods and Monsters, or what's, what's the next one called? Shazam. Fury of the Gods. Fury of the Gods. I don't know. Gods <laughs> yeah. and Monsters. I don't know where that came from. Fury of the Gods. When that one comes out, I really hope we start to see a, a bit more of a side to Shazam that we're like, okay, this makes sense. Like I can see these kind of interact and, and fight. But here's the uh, thing. Gods and Monsters is the Justice League movie from a couple That's years it. Ago. I knew it was something watch. DC. Yeah. I knew something DC, yeah. That's Here, here's the thing. They changed the origin of Black Adam. So they are portraying him as, even though he's an anti-hero, he has hero-ness to him. Even right. if, we, if we look at the Black Adam from the comics, he's an evil dude. But he's also good. But there is that fine line of he's really evil. With this Black Adam that we've seen we see in, in the, this DCEU uh, version, he seems more good than he is bad. That's, and that's the difference, because I think that's where The Rock wants to take this character. He doesn't want to tell that origin story of how he actually got his powers. He wants to tell him he was the family man, and he's, he's only killing bad guys, like, like the Punisher. Like, the Punisher's a right. bad guy, but he kills bad guys. We're gonna, you're going to say yeah. the bad guy quote again, aren't you? I'm not a bad guy. I'm just a bad guy. <laughs> but. but here's the thing, you know, like at the end of the day, like Dwayne Johnson knows how to sell his movies and, you know, he's going on a world tour right now with this film. Uh, Babies we're and recording all. This you know, we're recording this before uh, Black Adam Rocks Canada, which is the event here in Toronto. So maybe, you know, future us will meet Dwayne Johnson or take a picture with him or interview him. Who knows? I don't know what's going to happen with that. But, um, there's a lot of excitement from him. And I think you have Dwayne Johnson, who is one of the biggest movie stars in the world, the most recognizable people in the world. This is what the DC universe needs in the sense of let's get people excited about this world. You know, there's a lot of connective tissue to the larger DCEU in this movie. Again, we won't spoil anything, but it sets up a future that I'm hoping we'll see. Um, we'll see a lot of, you know, familiar characters and we'll see these characters again because it's been a really long time. You know, Man of Steel was the first film in the DCEU and that came out, you know, next year will be the 10th anniversary of that film, which is crazy to think. And, you know, I'm just hoping that we're in a place now with the DC universe. Let's get people excited about it. Let's, let's put out a roadmap. Let's see what's coming out in the future so people know what to look forward to. So we know whatever happens in the post-credit scenes of this movie isn't just an empty promise. It's something that it is a promise that this is going to happen. And from what Dwayne Johnson is saying, it sounds like it is. But until we actually see it, who knows? Who knows? Any other final thoughts before we get to our final recommendations? We're good to go. Shay, I'm going to get you to start us off with your final reco. I think if you're a fan of the DCU so far, you're going to be going to see this movie regardless. This is the rocks movie. It is again, like action packed and just balls to the wall. Crazy. So you're going to go watch it. In my personal opinion, I think this is one that you can add to your queue. I don't think this is something you have to rush out to see. There are great moments in it, but some of the cheesiness and some of the, the, the shakiness of the script really kind of bogs it down for me. 
Yeah, you know, I'm right there with you. I think this movie, it's, you know, it's big, it's brutal, it's badass, but also there are a lot of issues with it as well, too, as we've spoken about for the last half an hour of this review. Um, but if you are a DC fan, if you are a superhero fan, uh, you owe it to yourself to go watch this because I think the price of admission for the spectacle of it and for what this hopefully will be the springboard for for the larger DCEU is going to be worth that price. If you're just looking to go watch a movie, you know, like Shay said, I would say either steer queue, go check it out on a Tuesday or whatever matinee screenings you have and wherever you're from. Um, Cause it's not one you have to go rush out to see, but if you are a superhero fan and if you are a big fan of Dwayne Johnson, I think you'll be really happy here. Anthony. Look, if you're, like you said, if you're a fan of DCU, you're going to, you're going to watch this. You're going to enjoy it. Snyder verse fans will love this because it is very, yes. very similar to that world. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people will rejoice about it. But other than that, like this is definitely added to your queue. This is not something you need to go see. This is not going to be earth shattering changes. This is not going to give you the humanity you want from a lot of these comic book stories nowadays you know now now that we're we're in 2022 can't just blow blow stuff up and make you happy right. there has to be more so i think added to your queue would be my recommendation i like that you know and i think i think at the end of the day like you said anthony there has to be more so i'm really hoping should we get a sequel to this film they make it more they make it more of the sum of its parts because i think there's a lot of potential here thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of black adam of course you can watch this film october 21st in theaters worldwide i want to say thank you again to our friends at warner brothers canada for inviting us to watch the movie uh we had you know obviously a lot to say about it and we'll have a lot more to talk about once we're clear of the spoiler zone obviously in a future episode of the movie podcast we will break down that post-credit sequence we'll give you our thoughts about it so no spoilers just yet and if you see it don't spoil it for anybody uh again we have lots of amazing episodes for you to check out right now on the movie podcast feed it is october we have a lot of spooky reviews we have a lot of spooky movies coming out and we have lots to talk about so stay tuned for all of that as always make sure you're following us on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox join our discord subscribe to us on youtube and you know let us know what you're thinking if you want to write into the show hello at the moviepodcast.ca that is the best spot to do it all of our show notes below have links to everything and more and of course, if you want a month free of amazing movies, uh, use our link below to sign up for a month free of movie. You will not regret it. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next. Mm-hmm.